Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melody Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Friend of the show, Lemo, is here to talk sport. Yeah. Australia's leading journalist, Lee Sales. Exactly. Sorry about all this. We're just on hold at the moment. I'll just pop us on speaker. Thank you for calling the Qantas flight credit hotline. Yeah. Yes. Gonna, yes, just waiting on that. Just got to sort this out. To claim your flight credits, press 1. If you are a relative of the Prime Minister seeking Chairman's Lounge access, press 2. Press 2, there we go. That's us. Look, to take over as CEO, press 3. Yeah. There we go. Look, this is a And mess. just for our younger viewers, this is a phone. And, um... and this is a massive story. Good morning. We start with worrying allegations levelled at Qantas. Mm. Nice touch for the newsreader to dress as a flight attendant to get that news. <laughs> Perfect. Massive yes. news this morning with Alan Joyce standing down from Qantas. The Today Show were elsewhere when it broke. Enjoy National Fun Day! Yes. Happy Fun Day! <laughs> he brought forward his retirement. With Qantas, I would have assumed it would have been delayed, but wow. the allegations that Qantas used its influence over the government. To block competition, thus keeping ticket prices higher than they ought to be. That camera's lower than it ought to be, by the way. That's, um... <laughs> You can swat the planes yes. out of the air. Can you say that again? <laughs> That's how I see you. Um, <laughs> you're little creepy, but... <laughs> but one of the issues in all this... Qantas under siege, accused of selling tickets for flights that didn't exist. Yes, allegations Qantas took too long to notify customers of cancelled flights. The average delay in notifying passengers of cancellations was 18 days. 18 days? Mm. Or one episode of The Traders? Yes. Um, I don't think that's To be fair, that... That is only 20 minutes without ads. Oh, right, so, OK. Yes. Does... And the traders is what we now call the Qantas board. Yeah. Um... It does get worse for Qantas. As news of flight-carrying cricketing great Merv Hughes took off to Brisbane with no luggage this week. Why is Merv Hughes you... flying a plane? And I reckon put the windows up. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what a week for Qantas. If only there was a word to describe it. Facing significant turbulence. More turbulence. 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 Qantas has been having a rough time lately. Yes, that's the way to do it. Well done. I've got turbulence just watching that. It's unbelievable. And so many other major yes. stories this week. Not just tasty. That block of brie, camembert, or cheddar could help predict the future. Every piece of cheese has something it can tell you about the cheese itself and also about you. Mm. Cheese fortune telling. Cheese wheel of fortune, as I would call it. Let's see. That's some. a good idea for a show. Let's let's call Channel Ten Management. Let's see some cheese fortune telling in action. This straightforward line, um, and that says to me, you are at this point going to be where you need to be to keep heading forward. <laughs> Get a touch more specific than that. Well, I mean, don't knock it until you've tried it because the art of cheese fortune telling is a wonderful mm, art. Yeah. You can you can learn so much from cheese. What have Absolutely. you got there? Absolutely, I've got a <laughs> I've got a stringer here. He loves me. <laughs> he loves me not. Probably don't have time for the full. Uh, 
Actually, sad news, Mel. Me. I think uh, relationship-wise, you, you're going to end up single. <laughs> <laughs> mystic, mystic cheese. Don't eat the psychic cheese. <laughs> Moving on now and some more big news. We finally have a date for The Voice referendum. Saturday, October 14th. Saturday, October 14th. Saturday, October 14th. Friday, October 14th. Yeah, wrong date, sorry. <laughs> Anthony Albanese announced the date in South Australia. To an audience from idealists to the innocent. <laughs> The AEC has confirmed that will be accepted as a no vote, so that is, that is good news. Channel 9, we're in South Australia for The Voice announcement. And Alison Langdon has a special edition of A Current Affair from Adelaide tonight. That's huge, because A Current Affair only cover the big stories. Citrus Serenades, the tennis secret to supersized lemons. A Current Affair this week. This week? They spent a whole week on the lemons. <laughs> Interesting, those lemons can predict the future, which is wow, amazing. that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and did they predict that that joke would go better? They did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did. <laughs> they did. Well, saying with The Voice and Sunday saw a major announcement. Well, it's one of Australia's best-known songs, but until now, it's never been used for political purposes. <laughs> that's quite right, sorry. I think, think that's the no campaign. Look, it is a classic Aussie song. John Farnham's You're The Voice, now the song for the Yes campaign. It's a classic Aussie song and we all know the lyrics. You're the voice, try to understand it and in fact Australians don't understand it because the Prime Minister has been prepared <laughs> to take them into his trust and table the legislation, the exact me mechanics of how this would work. Whoa! Whoa! It's a great track, yeah. great track. <laughs> So, with six weeks to go, where do we stand? Well, let's ask the voters. No, I don't have any any views on it. It's just that, in my opinion, it's a waste of time and money. Mm. <laughs> but no views. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can see that gentleman again. Nice to see Alex Perry looking so well, too, by the way. Well, <laughs> in a few weeks' time, voters will be asked to write... Yes or no in full on the ballot paper to make sure that your vote counts. There is even a practice voting tool, Nat, on our website. I urge people, if they're worried, to go on there, practice by writing yes or no to make sure that they can cast a valid vote. It's as simple as that. Right, OK, well, those words are pretty easy to spell. <laughs> so six weeks out, yes or no, which way are voters leaning? Heroin, ice and cocaine, no, but marijuana, yes. Different referendum, I think, a different referendum. Just practising voting, yes. Uh, let's Judging by the smell in here, some of our camera crew are strong yes campaigners. <laughs> well, let's look at the polls. An average across all the polls of about 45.3% for yes. That puts no more than nine points ahead. Yeah, you can use polls, you can use graphs, you can use charts, but the most accurate way to predict the future outcome <laughs> is obviously with cheese. <laughs> there we go here. Just excuse me for a moment. I like how you spun your chair around. That's a different voice. That's a different yeah. voice. Yes, it is. Uh, but also that you were so embarrassed that you didn't want to show yourself trying to open the <laughs> cheese on television. We're not going out live, are we? <laughs> so this is how the voice is going to go. Um, yeah, it looks are you like. Sure, that's not too heavy for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God, so heavy. Yeah, it looks like some of the votes might be shredded. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Moving on now. Another blow for Australian iron ore giant Fortescue. Turmoil at Fortescue. It's been a bad week for Fortescue. Yes, mm -hmm. tough news for small business, isn't it? <laughs> the writing was on the halloumi with that one. Major, major change this week at Fortescue Metals. Several high-profile executive exits of late. Let's speak to someone who can break it all down for us mm. in plain English. Exactly. You know, the, I, I, I can't remember my classics, uh, Demented Prius. It's... Um, uh, but basically, those whom the gods wish to destroy, they first make mad. But what they that also the pre, the, before that is they're generally a good person. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! Apparently, from the Greek philosopher concussionist. Um, <laughs> Let's move on now and to another big story this week. Astronomers have their eyes on the skies for the appearance of a rare blue supermoon. Yes, the rare blue supermoon. The last time we saw a supermoon was Molly Meldrum at that Elton John concert. So this is... <laughs> this is big, the supermoon. And astronomers use telescopes to look at the moon. And at reporters. A supermoon and a blue moon won't happen again at the same time until 2029. Looks <laughs> like the moon needs to moisturise a little more. Yes. What a special sight it was. That rare blue supermoon over our skies tonight. The moon's hiding behind the graphics set. God, the, the weather eclipse is yeah, Wow, it's rare. amazing. Still, at least they had a picture of the moon, more than the BBC had. Only occurs when the moon is at its closest point in the orbit around the Earth. I'm so sorry, and I have a picture to show you. It looked a little bit like this. There you go. <laughs> supermoon. Take care. See you in a minute. That is amazing. That is amazing. Supermoon or Hungry Jack's commercial? What are, what are we doing? If you want to know what the moon really looks like, looks a little bit like this. Um, luckily, it was pre-opened. Um, <laughs> sticking with the weather, and look, it has been a wild week of weather across the country and the world with Hurricane Adalia hitting the States. And look, I just want to pay a quick tribute to all the brave reporters out there in the water. It is getting worse. The water was getting so high. Wind, heavy rain. Pounding rain. We're being pelted at this point. Instead of using towels, <laughs> which require a lot of water. Stay safe. Yes, that, is a, that was a Category 3 blow wave, so yes. that's really sad. Yes, uh, well, let's get a check of our weather. With Kirsty Fitzpatrick from Seven News. Good evening, everyone. A cool southerly change is bringing windy weather to our coastline while a high pressure system... <laughs> Excuse me. Apologies. Let's just start that again. We do have a high pressure system please, guys. I apologise, everyone. We're having a bit of a laugh in the break. And let's get back on track. Oh, <laughs> for the next few days. We have this high pressure system. It will bring clear skies, but it will also bring frosty conditions. <laughs> Love your work, Kirsty. Well done. Well, let's take a look at that forecast. Yes. Yes, we've got Brisbane, a sunny day, top of 28 degrees, windy in Sydney, 18, a few showers away from Melbourne and Perth. We've got to take a break back with more in the cheap seats right after this. combo delivered to your door on the Subway app. I absolutely love the sub box. So easy to open. <laughs> love the Subway sub box. Fantastic. Oh no, he's got a paper cut. Uh, happy Father's Day. For There's those... a meatball sub in here that can predict the voice referendum results, which is amazing. Uh, a happy 
Father's Day yes. over the weekend for those celebrating. Craig and his dad, Alan. Craig said that Alan spent his life selling Mazdas and loves steam trains and jazz music. Twins, Addie and Henry, wanted to wish their dad a very happy Father's Day. I haven't seen that much drooling on Sunrise since Koshy left, by the way. Um, which is interesting. New South Wales Premier Chris Minns got a special gift. Premier Chris Minns, one of the many who was spoilt. I got a, a tie, which I'm probably, I, I might wear. Chris, <laughs> what are you doing? Hope you kept the receipt. Yes. <laughs> hey, Shervo from Sunrise, he got into the Father's Day spirit. Is this the best smiley face you've ever seen? Does this look like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it even looks like my dad. It doesn't look like anyone's dad, Shervo. <laughs> Moving on now and let's head to South Australia. Thousands of South Australian teachers have walked off the job. Teachers making their message heard. <laughs> with the full support of many students. Yeah. Four. Four students. Yeah. Yeah. They just left art class with Shervo. Um, yes. <laughs> Thousands of teachers on strike right across South Australia. Smaller protests were also held in regional centres like Mount Gambia. It's calling for a ban on ceiling fans, I believe, that uh, <laughs> professor. Staying in Adelaide. For the first day of the Royal Adelaide Show. Yes, mm. the Royal Adelaide Show kicked off this week. Yes. One in three South Australians is tipped to attend and dozens are bound to go missing. <laughs> I'd prefer to just do the rides. Yeah. Yeah. Happy fun day. Yes. So naturally at the show there was a heavy police presence. Police say they'll be stationed everywhere, even where you'd least expect, to ensure this year's event will be anything but a car crash. Stations. Yes. Yeah. I'd, I'd breathalyse that possum, by the way. Most press conferences have serious politicians yes. standing behind them. For the Royal Adelaide show, things are a little different. Clearly it's, it's uh, affordable and great value for the broad majority. <laughs> Good to see the assistant minister there. Just word from Husey, that's Pamela Anderson, would oh, you believe wow. it or not? Still love the Adelaide show, so much to see and do. And when the day became all too much for some, there were plenty of areas to snack, have a lie down or enjoy some live music. Who's finding these missing kids? <laughs> Come on. Look, love the Adelaide show. There are so many animals to see. Channel 7's Casey Trelaw even brought in her own cows. And of course, I did have a few of my own out there today, like Lara here. And look, yes, it does take cool and calm conditions to have the girls looking their best. <laughs> Not happy to be on channels. Lara's ended up in a, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Nine News were live at the Adelaide show, which meant kids got to show their faces on camera. At the end of your adventure, uh, it's been really nice here at the show today. We did have those early on, just a few light showers. Genuinely, we haven't edited that. That's what they seem to do. That's what happened. That's Jessica Braithwaite, and amazingly. That's not the first time she's done that. Today we've been lucky to get those clear skies <laughs> as well. We had a top of 15 oh, degrees come today. It's been a hot one in Adelaide today. We're rounding out the week with 20 degrees in the city, but that's okay. We're here with the kids from. <laughs>
My favourite example of that, though, was this one. Lots of wintry weather Don't around, of course, this. today. Lots of showers. <laughs> and we saw that top in the mid-teens and it's dropped back to 10 degrees in the city at the well, moment. Staying with the Adelaide show, it's time to award our... <laughs> Journalist going above and beyond for the story with an honorary title with no monetary no value. No monetary value. Yes. This week it goes to Royal Adelaide Show correspondent Nathan Regter. The Royal Adelaide Show is off to a wonderful start with massive crowds over the weekend and thousands more expected through the gate this, this morning. Nathan Regter is under attack from some small baby lambs. Nathan, how are you surviving the farmyard nursery? <laughs> Well done, Nathan. He was up early milking the cash cow for that, so yeah. well done. Congratulations, Nathan. What a trooper. And try and feed them a bit better than what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Spraying it all over them. It feels like a clip for the cheap seats. Uh, thank you so much, Nathan. That's great. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you, Nathan Regter. You are out. show this week. Yes, lots happening for more. Let's bring in Nine News reporter Gracie Richter. <laughs> Maybe let's not bring in Gracie. Let's... Instead, let's head to Channel 7's Paul Burt instead. And we are here live at the Gold Coast show where that guy just walked through because he wants to be a weatherman but he's not going to be because it is going off. All the weather to be <laughs> Bertie got a little personal there and had to back off. <laughs> you are an absolute... What a wonderful day we're having at the show. <laughs> It's all about the show bags. Bertie Beetle, starting from just $5, said to be crowd favourites. Don't ask for Bertie Beetle, we've already run out. <laughs> <laughs> but plenty of other options on offer. Cadbury, Pokemon, um, the army show bags going off. Only if you pull the pin. Yes. Um, <laughs> be careful. Love the army show bags, though. You get some rations, some camouflage, and, and a Ben Robert Smith USB. So it's a great, it's a great pack. It's a great pack. For others at the Adelaide Show, it's all about the competitions. The baking judge is busy cutting and tasting, keeping emotions out of it. <laughs> You're allowed to smile. These bloody emotional women, they can't even judge a cake competition without getting all crazy. Are you all right? <laughs> no. Some of that cheese might have been off. Hey, look, well done to the winning uh, cake baker. It was a delicious Victoria sponge cake from... Do we have a shot of the cake or do we have a... It looked a little bit like this. OK, that's fine. Fair enough. Whatever. Yes. Look, let's stay in Queensland. Hundreds of thousands lined the waterfront to take in the city's River Fire Festival. Yes, those army show bags going off. Absolutely going off. The annual River Fire Festival. It's a huge event. Who was the sponsor again? Welcome to River Fire by Australian Retirement Trust. Australian Retirement Trust. Australian Retirement Trust. Australian Retirement Trust. For the River Fire by Australian River Trust. Someone might be retiring. Yes. Because nothing says retirement superannuation like a late-night fireworks show, does it? <laughs> and, look, River Fire was fantastic and Channel 9 had all the angles covered. We also have, of course, the cameras at the top of Kangaroo Point and the other new camera we have, which we're really looking forward to seeing. It's a great angle. Beautiful. Some lucky locals got the best seats in the house. Uh, this is the Australian Retirement Trust Super Seats. Now, why do they say these are the best seats in the house? We'll come around here. Have a look at this. The beautiful story breach. So often the showstopper. Completely blocked by a pop player. Yes. But, of course, after the fireworks came the NRL. Stay with us right now. The NRL is on and it's the Dragons and the Knights. Go the Broncos. <laughs> 
All right, let's start by heading over to Italy, where the Venice Film Festival has been taking place. But it was a distinctly European feel this year on the red carpet, with filmmakers... <laughs> Forgot to take off their 3D glasses. Yes. yes. It's a bit of a Weekend at Bernie's vibe to me. <laughs> uh, the actor strike has prevented US actors from promoting their films at premieres, but thankfully they found someone to walk the red carpet. Move over, Adam Driver. This random pigeon is now the star of the show and it struck a pose, captured the media's attention on the red carpet. Hopefully. It's a strut. It's a strut. pigeon. He was actually on Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Yeah. Yeah, starting that, yeah. It's all your, your, your most contemporary reference yet? <laughs> Uh, it's been a big year for music as well, if that year was 1989. KISS have been officially confirmed for the AFL Grand Final. Well, it's your chance to meet boys to men. And Duran Duran announces a brand new album. Oh, yeah. wow. You can hear all about that with Molly Maldrum on Hey Hey It's Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> hey Hey It's Saturday, Duran Duran, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> what year are you in? Now, Shark Tank Australia has returned and the show has found some of Australia's most promising and up-and-coming entrepreneurs, but I'm guessing this company founder has to take up some night work. Hello sharks, my name is Patrick and I'm the founder of Vanta. What? <laughs> I feel like they've got a major durability issue. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is his product is pet insurance. So <laughs> doesn't really make any sense. Best episode in, and we've already found a product that is doing what we'd hope it would do. Put it on the hardest setting. <laughs> okay, that's good. Let me see. Oh. Oh Punch a shark. I think they're going to call it the Mick Fanning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're getting more contemporary. <laughs> slowly, slowly. Slowly, slowly. The block continues on Channel 9. In fact, the show isn't even looking like the block anymore. Pretty sure this is an episode of Jersey Shore. <laughs> On Sunday night, they just started showing us the contestant audition tapes. We are both single and both have been for a long time, so we're hoping there are some single tradies or anyone really. Yeah, crew. Is that is that actually off? Is that, is that allowed? <laughs> Crew are off limits, yes. that's what HR's already told me. Yes. You can't screw the crew after they say tools down. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big talking point was Eliza and Liberty's feature moss wall. What is that? Green, green girl. I mean, what is it? It looks like Oscar the Grouch's Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't just... I just love that you know what that would look like. Um, <laughs> it wasn't just the moss. Judge Shayna Blaze had some concerns about the shape as well. You do it as a feature wall. You don't do it as a bush. <laughs> Not unless it was the 70s, which I'm all about at the moment, yeah. going back in time. The 1870s. Yeah. <laughs> they, they tried to do a landing strip, but then they blocked all the airlines from coming in. And, oh, I was trying to work that in my head. 
something to do with Qantas and a landing strip and it wasn't worth it. <laughs> <sighs> it's callback round on The Voice and even though these contestants are the best of the best, the judges still managed to subtly insult them. The dancer was a little awkward though for me. <laughs> it was a little awkward. I, I, That's I him! Kinda, I... That's so him! As awkward as Tim opening a bag of mozzarella. So <laughs> Who's your tip to win The Voice? Uh, I think it would definitely be probably uh, Jason hand? Derulo. We've oh. got some baby bocconcini. Oh, my gosh, yes. Do you want me to open it? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, I got this. Get a real man to open this one. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> it's also really sexist of me and I'm so sorry. I hate myself. Oh. Oh, I just squirted bocconcini juice on my paper. No! Does anyone have bread? We can dip oh, this right up. We're not a delicatessen, mate. <laughs> what is the bocconcini telling you? Italian man. Definitely Derulo. Derulo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Not, not Brita Aura. Because <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you were deruling over the um, script there earlier. Would you like some of my balls? <laughs> what? Like... Are we on air? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why does Bocconcini need so much juice? Anyway, continue. <laughs> 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 Have another go. This is so not worth it, because if I get it on the tenth try, it's not impressive. We will stay here until you get this. Hey! What else have you been watching this week, Mel? <laughs> Uh, to my favourite show where we watch other people watch TV, Gogglebox Australia. Mm. And this week, the Goggleboxers watch David Attenborough's new show. And this time, it's Prime Video that's milked a series out of him. All about the... Wild Isles. Wild Isles. <laughs> From David Attenborough. Yes. She should know better than that, shouldn't she? <laughs> and Gogglebox also gave us a unique insight into the minds of everyday Australians. Vivian Brown is stunning. Mary, Queen of Scots. Why does it look like she's got 15 dicks coming out of her neck? It was... <laughs> Better out than in. <laughs> That's my week in arts and entertainment. So on that note, would you please thank Mel Dracina? Week in the world of sport to bring us up to speed. Would you please welcome writer, comedian, friend of the show, Anthony Lino Lino? Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful to be back and the US Open, guys. It's into its second week yes. and the last Aussie was booted out today by Russian Daniel Medvedev. Now, he is the villain of the circuit, Medvedev. People love to hate him and the crowd really don't, really don't like him at the US Open. Here he is after his second round win trying to build bridges with the crowd. I was painful in my adductor before the match. I thought I'm not going to play. I was painful in my shoulder. I took as much painkillers as I could. And you guys, being against me, you gave me so much energy to win. Thank you. <laughs> yes, that is called Russian diplomacy yes. right there. Uh, the new season of AFLW yes. kicked off on the weekend. And as is the tradition, the Premiership team unfurled the Premiership flag at the first game. Now, the Melbourne team must have been nervous because they actually rehearsed the ceremony. Here they come, walking, walking the flag in. Yes. And then pretending to pull the flag up. Yes. Right there. Yeah, and here we go. 
I did the same thing last year with the uh, new talent Logie, and you, know, you really, you really hope you win. Having the Logie, yeah. losing it to Tony Armstrong. <laughs> now Tony Jones was out and about at the AFLW on the weekend. Uh, let's see how that went. You can see there's plenty of it. Sorry, what's that? Support the umpires. Yeah, now I know you're joking, right? Support the. Oh, sorry, you're an umpire. Oh, big, oh yeah, absolutely. We support you 100. Yeah, good. A young umpire there. That was awkward. Oh. <laughs> he has been suspended for the rest of the oh, AFLW season, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is great to see the AFLW back, though. I mean, teams have been recruiting heavily during the off-season. Fremantle Football Club has drafted a four-legged recruit, Winnie the Grudel. They've recruited a dog. Right. <laughs> Got done holding the ball about 12 times. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually practised picking up its poo, which was a lovely, <laughs> which was a lovely touch. <laughs> it was a hell of a ceremony, though. Yeah. Uh, now, Carlton Football Club are back in the finals for the first time since one fan out there <laughs> for the first time since 2013. Fans are pumped, of course, and former club legend Anthony Kudafidis may have just broken the world record for the quickest contradiction. This Carlton legend believes they can go all the way from outside the top four. Well, I don't see the, any reason why they can't. I mean, stats will tell you they can't. <laughs> Having an argument with himself? Yeah. We can win it. No, you can't. Yes, we can. No, you can't. I love their chances. They've just recruited a Chihuahua, so it should be all good. <laughs> to the NRL now, and Panthers fullback Dylan Edwards was bemused by some praise he received from NRL CEO Andrew Abdo. But I would like to acknowledge just how unified this team is. Dylan Edwards at the full at fullback has made 193 assists. That is phenomenal. So congratulations to everyone at the club for achieving this monumental effort this season. Of course, the season's not finished. Yeah, he's looking a little confused because he actually had five try assists and 12 line break assists for a total of 17. Oh, wow. Just shy of 193. Yeah. So I want that guy to announce our ratings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want him to announce their flights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you're going to break the salary cap, do it with that boss. Yes. His maths is terrible. <laughs> Let's head to the UK. Ange Postacoglu has burst out of the yes. blocks as Tottenham manager, winning again on the weekend. They are currently second on the league table. But to be honest... I thought the Tottenham fans would be a bit more excited. Spurs fans are long used to suffering. Not only have they not won the Premier League, any trophy has been hard to come by. But Ange's arrival has given them reason to believe. It's pretty tame, isn't it? What has happened to English football? No nudie runs, no fighting, no large groups singing out of tune. Not one exposed testicle. What's going on? <laughs> one. Uh, they were slightly less energised than the Inter Milan fans who also had a win on the weekend. <laughs> that was actually the cheap seats crowd after last week's show. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. We rolled the wrong vision there. <laughs> it's bad when they're doing that when the episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, they let us out of here. Uh, fun fact. All right, mate, settle down. <laughs> Fun fact, Inter Milan are actually sponsored by Paramount Plus. Are they really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> they might be relegated to 10 Peach. <laughs> <laughs> we love the European Cricket League yes. here. Uh, and especially when a player has a rude name. Now, see if you can catch it at the start. Uh, if you miss it, they do say it again. In the European Cricket Series in Germany, wicketkeeper Marcus Fatmi was having a tough time in more ways than one. It's a long, long chase. 
for the fielder down there at deep third. Oh, oh no. no! That is no, 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 right no, no, no. on the back. Oh no! Look at this. Ow! Well, he's he's probably uttered his name out loud. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the defining characteristic of these commentators is laughing when people get hit with the ball. Look at this. And we got another viral moment here. So the wicketkeeper comes in, does Indran, he throws it, the ball. Oh, get off the leg. Down he goes. And Prabha, well, it, he probably didn't know what was coming his way. He's not impressed. <laughs> Nothing funnier than an injury. They'd be terrible emergency room doctors. Yes. Uh, so, uh, now he the was new out testicle before wicket as well, by the way, which is unlucky. Mm, TBW, TBW, horrible way to go. Uh, now you guys keep hassling me about this event. Right? When's it on, Limo? When's it happening? There's one sporting event in particular. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it finally happened over the weekend. The annual World Gravy Wrestling Championships. <laughs> Here it is. Now, we obviously need a bit more detail. 16 men and 8 women took to the condiment-filled ring <laughs> at a pub in Rossendale, Lancashire. Oh, God, mm, no one they... wants a condiment-filled ring. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They blew, they blew their Greyhawks budget this weekend. Uh, what do you think? Would you get into it, a bit of gravy wrestling? I prefer um, tzatziki wrestling, to be honest. I'm a, I'm a traditionalist. Gravy wrestling? Would you get into gravy wrestling? Don't ask me that. You keep asking me that every week. <laughs> <laughs> one time you might say yes. <laughs> Just trying to plan the Christmas party. <laughs> um, <laughs> now you're probably wondering, who are the judges? Gravy wrestlers are judged by a four-person panel. Guy Sebastian, <laughs> Jess Mowry, Jason Derulo. And they all turn their chairs around. Yeah. So a big win there. On that note, we've got to take a break. Would you please thank Anthony Lima Levers? <laughs> Time for our next guest. Okay, let's call it. Action. Lee Sales. Lee Sales. Hello, my name's Lee. And the Walkley goes to Lee Sales. Do you know what? I'm just having fun. I've got a girl crush on you. Suck on that, Kerry O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please welcome one of Australia's most renowned interviewers? It's writer, television presenter, and journalist, Lee Sales. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Lee. Your new book, Storytellers, is all about the craft of journalism. Can you tell us a little bit about it? I can, but let me say firstly, thank you for having me. I feel kind of like the cool kids are having a party and somehow <laughs> Mum got invited. <laughs> well, genuinely, I'm I baffled to... but flattered. <laughs> genuinely, we wanted to say you're one of this country's most widely respected, acclaimed, inspirational journalists. What are you doing on this show? <laughs> <laughs> You know, look, I just, I had a free hour. I was walking past Channel 10 and some <laughs> random just grabbed me and pulled me in. Next thing, you know, here I am. Uh, but to get back to your um, question, which I kind of, I've learned a lot about politicians about just hijacking the conversation and taking it off to wherever you like. Yeah, but answer your question, the question, Sales. <laughs> Storytellers. Um, it is about basically how all of us can get better at telling stories using the tools that journalists use in our everyday work. So, you know, proper listening, being actually curious. And I've talked to all of these household yeah, 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 yeah. names. <laughs> <laughs> 
Whatever. <laughs> okay, that's the pitch. That's the spruik. <laughs> no, no, no. Finish. You, you can finish what you're saying. We were just, <laughs> we were just being a little bit cheeky. <laughs> Look, I feel like I've got my pitch out right there, so yeah, that's okay, completely, great. completely fine. Can you put a link across the bottom of the screen to Booktopia okay. or something? You know, that you great. know that they can't click a link on a television show. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was mum vibes coming in, you know, come on. Hey Lee, I love the concept behind Storytellers because you, you, you speak to some incredible names in Australian journalism, um, uh, Annabelle Crabb, uh, Carl Stefanovic, Tracy Grimshaw, David Spears. Who surprised you the most of who you spoke to? I actually thought you were going to say then, you spoke to some incredible names in journalism and Carl Stefanovic. No. <laughs> <laughs> Carl is incredible that. at what he does. Let the record show. He is amazing at, at what he does. You know, Carl actually did surprise me a bit because he talked about a lot how nervous he used to get when he was first starting out and he said that he used to sweat absolute buckets. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. It was almost like a bocconcini. Yes. <laughs> That'll make no sense to you, Lee, yes. but it, um, there's an incident that happened here a little earlier. We'll put a link uh, on the uh, screen there. I want to talk to you Please about... Do. You have interviewed so many incredible people, from Prime Ministers to Paul McCartney. Did you have a favourite person that you interviewed? Uh, look, McCartney was pretty amazing, but I've got a real soft spot for Shane Warne. Because he was just amazing, so so charming and hilarious and entertaining. And, and yeah, he, he was just absolutely fantastic. Everything you'd want in an interviewee. And did I read a little while ago that he was someone that you had requested from day one, even though you, you weren't necessarily a cricket fan? I, I, I had. In fact, when I finally landed him, because he, he didn't know who I was, he wasn't an ABC viewer, so he didn't really, you know, have that much interest in coming on. He had a memoir when he finally came on. Also, like me now, you know, wanted to sell something, basically. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that your way of saying you had no interest in our show? <laughs> Until you had a book to plug? Who, who, where am I again? Who, who are you, people? Welcome to um, Studio 10. <laughs> no, Warney, um, he... I had wanted to have him for ages, because I just felt like he was great talent, and I hadn't... I didn't feel like I'd ever seen a really terrific in-depth serious interview with him and, and so yeah I really wanted to have him and, and it, he was just so fantastic he was so authentic. We've been lucky as well to interview some pretty significant figures on our show I don't know if you saw our hard-hitting interview with would you please welcome the cash cow. <laughs> Look, the cash cow the cash cow would be hard because I mean does does it, it speak English or can no, it actually no, speak? No, it's, it's mostly a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can if you if you guys are more comfortable with that. <laughs> I can... No, the cash cow had a book coming out, and it was great to speak to. Um... <laughs> He had the his... cash cow needed a cash cow. Yeah, that's right. He was bringing out his memoir, which. Uh... <laughs> oh. Okay, very good. <laughs> hey, Lee, I just wanted to ask you've interviewed so many amazing people. Was there one that got away? Was there one on your list that you've, you've never got to speak to? Do you know who I'd really love? Harry Styles. I just, oh. I love him. Yeah, I've become a radicalised Harry Styles fan. It's like you watch a few TikTok videos of his concerts and then you just radicalised. It's, it's really strange. I love that, him. That's going to be taken out of context. Like, ABC's Lee Sales watches TikToks and radicalises. Now, of course, viewers will recognise you as uh, one of the famous faces behind the ABC's election coverage. You do wonderful work and I, I think we were reading during the week that it's, it's like the most pressure you feel on camera. Is that, is that right? 
Yeah, because you basically, I mean, actually, now that I think of it, it's pretty much like sitting here. I've come on to something, I don't know where it's going and I don't know how long I'm going to be here for or when I'll next get to go to the toilet. Are you, and you don't know you, how we got our seats. Yes, um. are, you, are you double parked, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like I told you, I was walking past and I just got roped in. I've got no idea what's going on. Yeah, careful, you'll be hosting a reality show in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we do. I think they're going to pull me straight from here to the masked seat. We love you, you on the election coverage, Lee. You and Anthony Green, you work so well together. The I campaign had a very um, tradies... Annabelle, and... sorry, can you hold that thought? We need yep. to go to Anthony Green, who has some breaking news. Yep. <laughs> well, well, Galt, I think there's been some confusion here. <laughs> Anthony, have any breaking news? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Sometimes, you know, you kind of go to Anthony and, and poor Anthony's got that much stuff to carry in his head at any one time. But I, I just, I absolutely adore the man. He is just so fantastic. Well, we adore you, Lee. You are a national treasure and Storyteller is available now in all good bookstores. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Lee Sales? <laughs> Let's check out what's happening on Channel 9. Carol, if I said to you I was made for loving you, what would you think? I think HR. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can we move on? Let's head to Queensland instead. It's not every day you see a tank crush a car. You don't know my story? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, when Paulini gets behind the wheel, anything can happen. <laughs> oh boy. That was an annual Army Open Day, and look, it's a special day for the kids. The event was a family affair, with kids given the chance to kit up in camo gear from head to toe before getting unprecedented access to roll through the barracks in an Army tank. And for some children, there was... Firing squads. <laughs> Tony 2023. <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. Uh, look, anyway, those kids have now been sent to Ukraine, so yes. all the best. <laughs> Good luck. Moving on to another huge story during the week. A woman is recovering after a live eight-centimetre worm was pulled from her brain during surgery at a Canberra hospital. The worm is believed to have come from a, the faeces of a carpet python she accidentally consumed while foraging for wild spinach. <laughs> I reckon just go with Coles Express. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. This is a this is a serious story. Let's see how the ABC covered it. Well, kick it off. The first gripe was abdominal pain. It came back again and again. She developed a cough, her sleeping was off, a fever she couldn't explain. Her doctors did all sorts of tests, but the state of her health just regressed. Cognition degraded, memory faded, she was irritable and depressed. What? I'm starting to feel sorry for the worm. Yes. <laughs> Here's a limerick. That was not a good thought. The lady's on life support, so... <laughs> bit of respect. She's no, fine. She, is fine. She, is fine. she is fine. She is fine. She will breathe fine. <laughs> I'm just reading the cheese there. Rightio, it's almost time for us to get out of here, but no-one does a sign-off quite like Seven News Mackay. Look forward to catching you tomorrow night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
time for the whole Game of Thrones. Yes. We'll see you next week right here.